Uh, it's almost there. <laughs> the end of the week. The end of the month. The end of the year. Only happens once a year, right? <laughs> kind of crazy to think that 2021 is coming to a close already. Thursday, December 30th, 2021. I'm Steven Sersky. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to me. Listening to me, and thanks if you've been joining me for the last couple of months. I've only, I only started this back in uh, May of this year, uh, May 11th or May 14th. I can't remember. And the reason why that date sticks in mind uh, is because one of the reasons I started this whole audio blog was to promote uh, my May or Make Your Movie video challenge that I was doing at the time. So it was sort of a one-minute update of uh, what I was able to accomplish that day. Now, since then, this audio blog has sort of uh, started taking on a life of its own and has increased in time substantially. It's now up up to 15 to 20 minutes or so, uh, which I, I don't think is a bad time at all. I think it's actually pretty good. I had one comment a couple of weeks ago saying that... Uh, I was speaking at a rate that was understandable for ESL learners, and that 15 minutes was like the uh, an appropriate amount of time, which I think is also true. I'm thinking of um, the Chinese podcast that I listen to, and he only speaks for about 15 minutes about a variety of topics. If you're looking for something specific, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. I thought about it. I, I did... Um, sort of brainstorm some, some ideas prior previously, and uh, it just never made sense to me. There was nothing that I've really been that attracted to in terms of, um, like, I want to talk about this every week. Uh, so, I mean, I guess there could be, but then it would sort of make it seem more like a job and it wouldn't be as fun. Whereas I kind of find this a little bit more interesting. And this way, I mean, it's a bit more variety, uh, not just for me, but for you as well, if you're listening. Uh, and because I, I also share some of these, like some of the things I'm reading, some of the things I'm doing, some of the things I've heard. So it's a bit more of a smorgasbord of uh, topics and ideas rather than just, you know, oh, if you want to learn about this, go to this guy, right? So that's, uh, that's that. But uh, how was it today? Well, I wasn't supposed to work, and then all of a sudden I had to work. <laughs> so I didn't get uh, as much done as I wanted to. I never did finish up my blog post, my uh, 2021 review, but I will get to that. Uh, I, I wrote a lot of it a couple of days ago. Uh, I just I want to finish it up and then um, record it as well. I've started doing that quite a bit with my uh, blog posts. Um, I was very productive with the December drumming as I got a few more tracks done. And what I have sort of thought I was going to do is that instead of rushing to publish them right away, uh, I'm much like this audio blog, I'm going to sort of batch process them later on. So by that I mean I'm going to spend time working on stuff every day. Uh, I only have another day of it. And then publish them all a little bit later. That way... You know, I can sort of think about it. If I want to redo something, it, I don't feel as stressed uh, to uh, get it all done by midnight, which is what I was doing for the January and the May You Make Your Movie challenges earlier this year. Speaking of which, with the January uh, Song of Day challenge coming up, um, 
which I, I find I'm, I'm encouraging a lot of other people to uh, take part in a couple of uh, uh, people I've met here. I've said, well, why don't you guys do this? You should do this because, um, you know, it's a, it's a good challenge uh, to, uh, you know, if you're a musician, if you're an artist, to perform, to write, to generate something every day, um, regardless of whether it's good or not, and just put, putting it out there, publishing it. Um, the idea being that most of the seventy percent of the stuff that you make is going to be garbage. Twenty uh, percent will be meh, and then ten percent will actually be good. So out of every ten songs, seven will be garbage, two will be listenable, and the last one or one of them will be, hey, that's actually pretty neat sort of thing. So it's a it's a good sort of a methodology to to follow. And I found the same thing with uh, this December drumming that I've been doing that um, I, I did, I was falling behind, but it was because like, December was actually a really bad month to, to do a challenge like this. Even November was a bad month to do NaNoWriMo um, because we just got really busy. And it's one of the, one of the busiest seasons as a lot of um, kids and young professionals are looking They've either finally got into university or they're looking to get into university the following semester or something. And so we meet with a lot of these these uh, youngins, as I call them, and uh, talk about what's going on, basically. And with that, it just means that there's a lot of demand. Uh, and not only that, it's um, since we are based in Beijing, uh, people have the time uh, to come here, whereas they might not have the time in other parts of the year other seasons so it's it just leads to a very busy november and december and the next next busy period is like april i think it is april and then august those are your our four big months where if we just we could work as many days as we want basically but january looking a little bit lighter so uh and i remember now why january uh, like last year's song a day challenge was so successful was because i had so much time on my hands <laughs> You know, uh, so it was uh, a bit easier when I had nothing to do other than to keep myself busy. Um, but uh, so this year, I think it's going to be very similar to last year, actually, which is a welcome change, welcome change of pace. Uh, been pretty busy. So looking forward to a little bit of a, a relaxation, a bit more of a, a pullback. And heading into the Olympics, we're going to see uh, probably far less movement as well. Not sure. I still haven't been told about tickets for the Olympics. Uh, so I'm not even sure. Like my whole goal of being in a city that's uh, hosting the Olympics. I mean, I'll be here. They'll be here. But I can't go and you know, I'll be watching it on TV like I do anyway. Ah, oh, that's terrible. That's disappointing. Still haven't been vaccinated. So I'm not even sure if I can go. Um, the whole Omicron thing. Wow, Canada, you guys are getting smacked again with this. And I just had a couple of messages with my, my brother here, who's uh, back in Canada. And he's uh, visiting family in Ontario. He's like, they're, they're locking down again. And I'm thinking, well, we're not locked down. But then, but I am thinking, it's like, wait a minute. Well, we, China is not locking itself down because there are so many measures in place that, like, there's... Uh, tra uh, app tra tracing, what do you call it? Uh, movement tracing, whatever it is. App tracking, I mean, there's uh, temperature gauges at every uh, exit, basically. There's constant NAT testing, like testing and stuff like that. 
uh, and they lock down whole apartment blocks if there's even a sniff of a case. Um, so it's pretty crazy. Contact tracing, there we go, that's the word. Uh, but So, yeah, we're not locked down, but I guess we're just in a constant state of lockdown. And it's not easy to get in the country. I know this. It's not easy to get in. It's easier to get out, but once you're out, you're basically waiting months to get back in. I just read the news today uh, that there was a flight uh, from Seattle bound for Shanghai, and it got turned back. It turned back about six hours in, which is kind of neat, actually, that a flight that a plane can carry enough fuel to fly for that long, and then go. Yep, we got to go back. And then return to the point of origin. Uh, yeah, not not a very happy thing to happen. I've never been on a flight that's done that before. Thankfully, knock on wood. So with that, uh, who knows? But yeah, we're not so... It's not so restrictive here. But that's because it's so restrictive at the borders that it, it doesn't happen. Like, there, there's the, the country isn't open as much as other parts of the world. And this is mainly because the Olympics, like they just want the Olympics to come and go. And probably up until the after the Paralympics in March, uh, that we'll, we'll be sort of in this constant state of heightened awareness that, uh, you know, it, it looks good because there's no numbers, but it, it's because you can't really get in the country. If you're here, you're here. Uh, if you're not here, then good luck trying to get back in. Uh, it takes months. All that being said, what are you guys doing for New Year's? I spoke about this uh, earlier. Uh, I re-recorded last night's um, podcast. I wasn't happy with it, so I changed it up. Uh, and I, mean, I don't normally do that, but it was just like it, it just wasn't conveying what I needed it to convey, so I re-recorded it again. Um, not planning anything. I think I might get a bottle of champagne, and that's it. Uh, I was kind of hoping to, you know, mark and celebrate if not Australia's New Year, then maybe Tokyo's or South Korea's, and then I'll just go to bed at 11. <laughs> not doing anything on Saturday, but apparently I do have Chinese class on Sunday morning, which means I have to finish my homework. It's okay, I have all Saturday, right? I'll get it done. Saturday also the kickoff of this uh, Song of Day challenge, so I'm going to be probably finishing up a bunch of the December drumming stuff. Um, Getting, doing the first track for January, and then doing my Chinese homework, which, I mean, sounds like a decent Saturday, decent decent day's work, decent day's effort. I've looked into getting sports bands. Uh, my uh, Xiaomi Fit band isn't responding. It doesn't track my exercise as much. I'm not sure if there's something I'm doing wrong with it. I don't think I am. Um, it's just, it doesn't stay activated when I'm using the exercise function. Cycling, running, walking, those all work, but the exercise function does. So I was kind of looking to get one of these uh, heart rate monitors, like the chest monitors. And I was just going to go with, with one of the better names in the uh, in the field, like Garmin. Uh, I thought about getting an Apple Watch, but it's, first of all, they're you know 3,000 quai, $600. I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend that much, especially for something that's meant for fitness. And what if I break it, right? <laughs> Breaking a, a $40 wristband is different than smashing a $600 watch. That being said, the Garmin stuff, the, the Garmin watches and chest straps, 
uh, are expensive, but they're made for that. Like they are made to be put to the test sort of thing. So I was going to get a chest strap because that helps that, that monitors your heart rate a lot better uh, than the other uh, the wristbands do. But then I think with the chest strap you still need a watch so i was just going to get one of the cheaper versions of that and looks like it's the uh, garmin sq that uh or venue sq that's what it is yeah the garmin venue sq which i think is 1500 maybe 300 uh plus the chest strap that's another 100 and almost 200 so which if it enabled me to track my workouts in a way that i could learn how to be more effective I think that'd be great, but I understand the big difficulty with being effective in your workouts is that, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to be effective in? Like it's, I don't really refer to any of my notes. Like I don't really keep notes other than the, the fitness tracker. I've noticed that the fitness tracker keeps me moving, and especially all of last year. I mean, just by wearing it, it was sort of, you know, a reminder, get up, go go for a walk. I find them sitting a lot more now, but that's part and parcel of last year's get up, go walk, get up and stretch. And so now I'm able to sit because I'm doing all these mobility exercises in the morning, which I don't track. I don't track that. I do track the workouts I do, which is great. I, it, was, it was better when I was using my fitness tracker. So I use a, this app, my fitness tracker, my fitness pal, sorry. So I, I would track my fitness workouts and I'd be tracking my food intake as well with uh, my fitness pal. And what this combination did was that it, it allowed me to track the calories I had. And by doing so, I was able to see, you know, where, where my weight was coming from and where it was going. And, you know, how many more chocolate cookies could I eat at night if I worked out, basically. And I'm not going to lie, these uh, chocolate wafers from uh, Daoxiang Tsun are fantastic. Um, they are <laughs> probably the one thing I look forward to every day, to tell you the truth. <laughs> uh, at least after dinner. Um, so with that being said, like if uh, that used to be it, but I'm not tracking my food anymore. I might start doing it again uh, to re-hone, to re like to hone my macros to, to get those numbers like your fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. You'll remember that I'm currently doing this sort of restricted eating schedule, which I'm not paying attention. I'm not uh, really paying attention to how, what I'm eating. I'm still eating the same way I was before. I'm just eating in a restricted manner. So eight hours a day I can eat, 16 hours I don't. So uh, I'm trying to get my dinner as close to the end of work as possible so then I can eat earlier in the day and I don't have to sit there in the morning going, ugh, I'm so hungry and I'm not supposed to eat, right, according to this restricted eating. I might also go down to a 14-hour fast, which the only reason I look at this is because when your body goes into ketosis, like the fat burning stage, apparently it happens after 12 hours. And I am seeing, seeing already like there's little indents happening on the upper abdomen, which are great. So it means that I am dropping fat, but I'm not, I seem to have plateaued over the last week or so. After three weeks of doing this, I'm giving myself until the end of January. I kind of want to see uh, how far I can take it. 
And again, if I'm not tracking what I'm eating and I'm not really paying attention to what I'm doing for workouts, I mean, there's only so far I'd be able to really push it. So I'm wondering if maybe later in the year, I'll have a second sort of go at this in which I track everything, where I track the fitness, where I track the food, where I track um, the uh, um, times, I mean, the restricted eating periods and see how far I can go with that. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I know one thing I already that I'd like to work on is my upper chest um, because it, every time I, I flex, I'm like, where's the chest? There's no chest. If there's no chest. People don't believe you have muscles, right? Come on. <laughs> Interesting thing, I did find a... Uh, an old video three years ago, four years ago, three, 2018, three years ago. I was back in Winnipeg, and I was drumming. And a bit more of a punch in that uh, video, but I was double masked. <laughs> I was ahead of the curve. I was ahead of the whole thing. I started the trend. No, I didn't start that trend. Uh, I'm not the originator. Patient zero, right? No. Uh, but I was drumming. I did a few little drum rudiment videos a couple of years ago wearing dusk masks masks only because i was in my attic and that's it's filthy dusty up there and i think the next time i'm in canada i'm gonna probably take out de-dust it and move a lot of that stuff out of there we'll see next time i'm in canada wow when will that be it's been three years since i've been back already i remember hearing other expats talk about oh i haven't been home for four or five years i mean how could you ever do that and here we are. We're going on to year number four, not being... 2018 was the last time I was in Canada. Or was it 2019? Oh, no, 2019 went to Taiwan. Right. Or was it Hong Kong? Okay. Uh, Taiwan, yeah. Hong Kong was 2018 because that was Guns N' Roses. Um, 2019 was Taiwan, which means 2019, 20... 21, heading into year number four, 2022. Yeah, well, eventually I'll get back there, even if I have to take the train. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Hope you guys are well. Plans for the New Year's are going well. That your week is going well. You enjoy this last week of the year. I know, you're going to hear people bitch and moan about the, the, the year. Oh, it was such a terrible year. It's this and that. I'm like, you know what? Was it? was it really take stock of what you did take stock of where you were a year year ago review your checklist you have one right if you don't have one make one what did you what did you want to accomplish this year did you get any of it done what about next year are you making a, a plan for yourself like for, for me it's these month-long challenges i look forward to these things because like it's 30 days intensive go 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 I take some time off. And I'm looking back, you know, this year wasn't that bad. It was very productive. Four months of creative output. I mean, it's, that's a new record for me. I'm not going to lie. And then trying to pick up Python, which is still kind of struggling along. But I mean, you know, did you have something similar? Where were you? Your language goals, Chinese, Russian, French, whatever it is. I mean, <laughs> or is it just you just want to have a happy family? You know, you did. You want to practice your meditative, Zen meditative state, so you didn't uh, think bad thoughts about the people you're living with or something like that, right? Uh, I hope that you're not in that bad of a condition that things aren't bad for you as that bad anyway. And I hope things are turning out. 
I'll leave it there. Thanks for listening. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stephensersky.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again one more time tomorrow to end the year of 2021. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, um, uh, um, uh, um, Yeah, um, and, uh, yeah, how do you...